0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Watchers. My name, it's Tyler.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, forget about it. My name is Clay. And as Gonzo said, we are The Watchers. This is the podcast. We break down Marvel films and shows and give give our opinions on them. Maybe even answer a couple of your guys' questions. But tell me, Gonzo, before we get into it, how was your wonderful day? Extraordinary. Uh,
0: I woke up not feeling too well Uh, a little under the weather our stomach Mm. was going through it Mm. uh but we persevered um energy levels are back to even love that ready for the pod ready to go how about
1: you you know life life really gave me a mike tyson liver punch today um yeah did me a little dirty but uh okay Work was a little rough for me, but, uh, you know, we, we, we persevere. As you say, yeah. uh, the last couple of episodes, you know, just keep going. Things are going to get better. Um, and I kind of mm-hmm. had you in the back of my mind during some some of the parts of the day, and it was just like, you know what? Things suck right now, but I'm not going to die. I'll be home. We got the pod. We got the pod. I have to be here for the pod. If I, if I get ran over got and it. my leg breaks, it's going to have to wait until the pod is finished. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, I was going to do it today.
1: What? I was going to
0: do it today, regardless. Like, if you weren't here, I was well, going to record No, it. no,
1: that's what I mean. It's not like, if I get Ryan over, my leg is going to have to wait because the pod comes first. But um. tell me, Gonzo, what are we covering?
0: We are covering Loki season one we're kind of just doing a a rewatch to get a nice little refresher for the up and coming Loki season 2
1: um available October 6th yes Correct? yes
0: available October 6th um wow first of all watching Loki and then also we're doing on the other side a breakdown of Guardians of the Galaxy what a couple weeks we got
1: oh man it's been incredible
0: And then we got something else coming up special. Um, Another for another. uh, We do. We do something a little funky,
1: I think. I don't think they're going to see it coming.
0: Well, no, but
1: sorry about that, (sighs) ladies and gentlemen. Gonzo, why don't you give me your opening thoughts? Opening thoughts.
0: Uh, First of all, 10 out of 10 segue uh from endgame
1: um i mean it literally rips a scene from endgame so i would agree with you like that's it's flawless
0: um but i was gonna say even though uh loki's like a big character um and i think if they didn't make a connection from endgame and then he was just in like a standalone show i think he's the show still would have killed it but it's nice to get some connections every now and then. And I think that's something that Marvel is missing um, very bad right now.
1: Yeah, I would, I would absolutely uh, agree with you there.
0: I not tell you the last time I... Uh, sometimes I just forget about the, the Eternals. That they even exist.
1: You know? <laughs> there's just a, there's um, an entire Celestial sticking out of Earth right now, by the way.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> not one single thing. And I think w- about it, what we've so. had...
1: At minimum four projects since the Eternals. I think it's like eight, but project since the Eternals, no one's addressed it. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry to cut you off. Please um, continue with our opening thoughts. Oh no, no, I love it. I love you.
0: Um if you guys know me, love I mean love good theme music. Um for shows in movies. Um this show especially is one of the greatest of all time. Uh, with the theme music it's on some some would say Hans Zimmerman type ish uh absolutely just rocks my world every time I listen to it yeah do you feel the same way
1: oh dude when I when that intro was coming on I was getting chills just because I know what's Mm. happening and I'm just like oh I'm so excited and yeah it really scratches that itch you know
0: yeah the intro is great too so it's just like a total flip from the last show we watched um we're not gonna even talk about the name of that show anymore i think it's uh kind of uh dead in the water but um my last thought actually uh because we're talking about the first episode first episode when i first watched this i had absolutely no idea like what to believe um you had like the tva you had the sacred timeline you had variants you had uh keepers. there's like so many things that get thrown at you um but what this episode and then i think overall the show does is it like keeps you somewhat in tune so you're still kind of engaged um with everything going on and i think the reason why is because it's like for me at least it's a fun story um like aesthetically pleasing like Environment like the TVA building, like the technology they used. It's like a old, like typewriters, but it's like advanced.
1: I, I believe, I, if I'm not mistaken, kill me in the comments uh, if I'm wrong here. I think the term you're looking for is like retrofuturism, where it's like old timey stuff, but it it's like when in like the 1950s when they would talk about the future like 2010s, yes. and there'd be like floating cars, but it was all like still kind of yes. looked oldie older i love that vibe the aesthetic of that is super yeah. cool
0: yeah uh i thought that was I, th- I think that's super dope and then obviously the dialogue is god tier even i mean in this episode loki and mobius dude beautiful
1: i honestly forgot how much we got to see from mobius in the first episode i just blanked on yeah. it and dude, yeah. I mean, it is pretty much a solo episode for Loki and Mobius, and it's it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like we really get to see who Mobius is, um, like as as a character by the end of the first episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, he's a lot of fun. He's a lot. Uh, even of though fun. we,
0: even though we watched it last night, I like getting excited for episode two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I've watched it like four times, <laughs> <Ditto>. <laughs> it's like the office. You know, yeah. you can never get tired of it.
1: Oh, absolutely um uh
0: yeah that's my that's my opening thoughts
1: well you took the words out of my mouth um there are a couple things i disagree with but like overall yeah i mean incredible show i mean if you guys watched our uh our tier list you guys know that we both agreed on putting loki and s there was like no conversation about it really yeah, it's, no argument. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's just it's there for a reason you know like it's they there for a reason yeah they did a really good job But uh, without further ado, we're going to do the same thing that we did for our previous Guardian episode, and we're going to continue to do this going forward, where we break down each thing into acts, uh, so we have a little bit more time for discussions and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and start (laughs) off with Act 1, and uh, we'll have a discussion after. The episode starts off in 2012 inside Stark Tower during the arrest of Loki. We all know that Loki ended up using the Tesseract to teleport away, but we finally see that he uses the Tesseract to teleport to a desert in Mongolia, where he tells himself and a few natives that he is burdened with glorious purpose. The TVA shows up to arrest Loki since he has become a variant, but Loki threatens the agents. The agent, Hunter B-15, then smacks Loki, which slows him <laughs> down which slows down his time to one sixteenth of normal speed and adds like a collar to him. They head back to the TVA headquarters where Loki tries to run, but Hunter B-15 uses, like, a little remote to summon him back to her side. While in the waiting room, Loki looks up at the TV where we get to meet Miss Minutes, and she explains the TVA, the timekeepers, and this part, in my opinion, is really key, and that a Nexus-level event can cause another multiversal mm. war. Hmm. We then travel to France in the year 1549 where a couple of TVA agents, a.k.a. Minutemen, have been slaughtered and the reset charge has been stolen. A different TVA agent then shows up to give Mobius a file on the Loki variant they just captured. Loki is standing trial when he tries to use his ability but quickly finds out that they don't work in the TVA. Mobius then shows up to speak with the judge and allow him to use Loki instead of the agents resetting him and the judge allows it. So, I mean, kind of a lot going on. Oh, thank you so much, sir. Great job. Um, one of the a lot big things, on. there's a lot, yeah, a lot going on. Uh, the first thing I wanted to say is that, uh, some similar to what you said in your opening thoughts, how the intro was great, I agree yeah. with you a thousand percent. I love the intro. I love the music. I love the way that the logo changes and there's like stuff in the background. The only thing that I wish that they would have done a little bit differently is the actual logo that they ended up using for Loki. I feel as though that they picked like the worst one that was created. Um, yes. I think that there are way cooler ones, which, uh, Aaron, would you mind, uh, after we're done here, editing the other like Loki titles? Yeah, thank you. Um, okay,
0: so now I'm getting triggered. So last episode is Eric. Where's now? It's his twin when brother. Did you hire
1: Aaron, it's his twin brother.
0: Well, this is coming out of my pocket.
1: Yeah, but, Pit. like, you know, you overslept. So, like, it's, you know...
0: That was last episode. That was, like, a week ago. <sighs> Dude,
1: I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you.
0: All right, no more.
1: Uh, do you want me to fire?
0: No, they're fine, but no more.
1: Okay. Hey, you guys are fine, but the, the triplet? Go ahead and just have yeah. him leave then. Donzo's
0: he's a Gonzo's not GG. happy, so yeah
1: uh if you guys get an email just forward it back to me i'll I'll handle the situation. No, you can't have my cheese okay no. okay I gotta get back to the episode anyway um there were a lot of other really cool logos they could have chosen from um and yeah, I don't know. I just think that that one is pretty meh I think the l yeah. is really cool. I think what really kills me is the k the k the k it, that's crazy Set our- Set our- Set our- J! <laughs> um uh yeah, I think the K is what really killed. I think the O looks really cool. I don't know. Yeah, but the okay. Yeah, one hundred percent
0: the K. Yeah, the, K. Um, uh, the only thing I kind of picked up from this act was I love how um when Loki's um at the court and he's talking to the judge, and she's like explaining like, or he's explaining that he saw two Tony Starks and then they <laughs> were time traveling. I said I love how he like thought the Avengers were going back in time mm-hmm. to help them beat him again
1: yeah yeah, yeah that was, was actually yeah that was really funny um something else i thought was really neat is that when hunter b15 smacks loki and slows down his time um it has been a little bit since i've watched the show but i I'm, I'm almost certain that that is the only time we actually end up seeing that happen the rest mm-hmm. of the time i believe it's they're either getting pruned or just like beat up yeah um i really hope we get to see that a little bit more in season two because uh, yeah. i think that is a super valuable pe- power whatever thing that they can yeah. do um, they should
0: definitely use it more they should have used it more in this uh season
1: absolutely maybe, um,
0: maybe they did we just don't even remember but i don't remember that one
1: yeah um and the only other thing that i really feel like is something that's we should probably point out is that in this first act loki is very egotistical and very yeah i am a god nobody can touch me
0: um, young immature
1: correct um yeah young dumb and full of um uh, love I don't <laughs> I don't know <laughs> we'll go with that um but yeah he's he's just like yeah I mean he's young and dumb he he's very egotistical he thinks he knows everything and there towards the tail end when he's in um when he's in court um you know he's trying to use his powers to pretty much you know get rid of them beat them up whatever he has to do and then escape and they end up laughing at him. Yeah, I love it. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's... um, Especially towards the tail end, even this first episode, but overall throughout the entire Loki series, you really see him get humbled um, yeah. a lot. And, I don't know, I just think uh, it's a really cool character arc in, yeah, in the show. 100%. So...
0: <clears throat> All right, well, do you have any other thoughts?
1: I'm, I think I'm going
0: to call it right then and there. All right, we're on to Act 2, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, and bear with me again. Reading's not the greatest, but, you know. Hey, I'll, I'll get better over time. That's know? a fact. <clears throat> all right. We find out that time passes differently in the TVA. Loki informs Mobius that once he is liberated, his intention is to journey back to Midgard and establish himself as king, subsequently initiating a conquest of all domains. Mobius then mocks Loki and says, Space, Loki, the king of space. Wouldn't that be a nice feather to add to your cap? I'd love that, by the way. Me too. Uh, After the mocking, Mobius turns on a a hollow projector, which shows all of Loki's highlights, showing Loki killing Agent Coulson and also that he was the famous D.B. Cooper. Mobius then tells Loki that he just wants a deeper understanding of Loki, the god of mischief. Loki believes the TVA is fake, and that it is an illusion conquered by the weak to inspire fear. Mobius then proceeds with the tape, revealing to Loki that the directions he gave to the Dark Elves to take the left stairs, ultimately leading them to Frigga, resulting in her untimely demise. Loki begins to panic. Uh, Mobius then tells Loki that he wasn't born to be a king. He was born to cause pain, suffering, and death. While Mobius is interrupted by Hunter B-15 entering the room, Loki seizes the opportunity opportunity to snatch the the remote responsible for controlling his collar. And that's the end of Act 2.
1: That was phenomenal, by the way.
0: Thank you. Um, Thank
1: you. Wow. And I I mean, granted you had a little bit more time to look over this one, but I mean, reading ability upgraded 15-fold minimum. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um thank you everybody (laughs) Ah, ah, the crowd's electric oh my god um there are two things in act two specifically that i think are uh pretty interesting first one being um i mean loki's db cooper uh we're both we're both from oregon so like the whole story of db cooper hits us a little bit harder because that's like kind Mm -hmm. of where it happened in the you know washington oregon area yeah but um That's insane. I love how they did that. I mean, just really, they had no business and there was no other hints of that ever being talked about, but that was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only other thing I wanted to say is that when Loki and Mobius are walking down like almost, not a corridor, but like, it almost is like a balcony, um, you get to see how expansive and how large the TVA is yeah and they kind of zoom in on it and for me personally i think it kind of just looks like a complete rip from star wars which i mean it's disney yeah. they they are completely capable of doing that but i just i personally was not the biggest fan of it visually uh, Um
0: and if you guys would uh like to know clay um is not the biggest fan of star wars
1: Nah, i could completely do without it not for me yeah yeah l
0: uh yeah I'm not, like, super into it, but I enjoy watching it every now and then. That's fair. Yeah. But I just want to throw that out there.
1: I think if they came out with, like, a good project, I'd be interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah. And then, obviously, um, I think because up until this point, Loki doesn't realize what really happened when he told the Dark Elves uh, from the Dark World, right? That's Thor Dark World yeah yeah uh i don't think he fully understood what ended up happening from that point um Mm -hmm. so for him to see it you really kind of see him like he's stunned you know what i mean um and i i I don't know once again it's it's, part of that character
0: yeah i was also thinking like it must be weird seeing yourself from third person
1: yeah you know absolutely from
0: like an audience perspective
1: yeah absolutely yeah i wonder how they got those shots yeah, I know. So are just like a me. like an invisible TV agent with like a massive camera, like a just wolf, like
0: yeah, or like a fly or
1: something. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, I guess that would probably make more sense than just an invisible TV agent.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are probably right. the, the whole the, the whole cast there. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole lights, uh,
1: lights, clinical. camera, action. Yeah, director, yeah. Mike <laughs> guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Uh. I have. I have one. Um. The reason. I think you can. I think you'll agree with this. But the quote when he says, uh, "He's like, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm spacing on it. Oh, it's he says, yeah, it's an illusion conquered by the weak to inspire fear.' Conjured, I think but that's yes.
1: What did you say? Conjured, not conquered. Conjured. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. conjured. Yes.
0: Um, that's a great quote, and I was gonna ask you would you put loki up there with uh, as a walking quote machine like a ultron or a thanos no really
1: no i i think i think he's got some fire bars but he's got so many he's got so much dialogue and one it would be hard for him to be a walking quote machine like those other that you that you mentioned because of how much dialogue he has um that's true. And so like cuz like Thanos had I mean a couple end credit scenes and then two movies Ultron had one where like they can really just go bar for bar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but Loki, I mean Loki now has a full show wrapped around him, so even in like dire situations for him to have an incredible bar would be um very difficult for the dialogue side. Um I think yeah. he's got some good ones, but I I give him I would give him like B tier.
0: If he was a like a one-hit wonder, like an Ultron or one-hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one movie.
0: One, well, one movie. Um, I think he would probably be up there because that's all his dialogue would probably be is just crazy quotes and mm-hmm. spitting bars, you know?
1: Or like when he's uh, – uh he like makes those people kneel uh, in the beginning yeah. of uh, Avengers. Avengers, and he's, yeah. yeah. And he's saying that speech, fire speech. Fire speech. Unreal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh but that's it for my my notes on Act Two.
1: About yourself. That's it for me.
0: Beautiful. That's,
1: let's run through Act Three then.
0: Lion by it, huh?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. righty Act Three. The TVA immediately starts searching for Loki. Loki then finds Casey, who is a worker at the TVA, who took the Tesseract from him when he was arrested. Loki threatens Casey to give him back the Tesseract, and as Casey finds it, Loki notices a large amount of Infinity Stones in the desk drawer. Loki is confused, and he seems like he's coming to a realization that the TVA is real. He proceeds to ask himself if the TVA is the greatest power in the universe. After the realization, he goes back into the interrogation room, where he rewatches notable times in his life. Frigga's death, Odin's death, Thor saying that he meant the world to him. He, as he watches, Loki begins to break down into tears. Loki then fast-forwards and watches himself betray Thanos, and Thanos ends up killing him, which leaves him stunned. After Thanos kills Loki, the tape says, End of file, which tells Loki that that's the end of his life. Hunter B-15 comes into the room, and Loki begins fighting with her. Loki and her begin fighting, but Loki grabs the remote and takes, takes off his collar and puts it on Hunter B-15. And he proceeds to teleport her somewhere else. Mobius then enters the room and Loki tells him he doesn't enjoy hurting people and that it's an illusion conjured by the weak to inspire fear. Mobius then tells Loki that all the agents tells Loki all about the agents who have been killed and how he could use Loki's help tracking this variant down since the variant is a Loki. We then travel to Sol- Selena, Salana, Oklahoma, 1858 where we see some agents looking at an object that is not from that era so they pre- they prepare to prune the area but they notice someone in the distance who lights the area on fire, killing the agents and stealing the reset charge. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the episode. Wow. Um, Look at that. I would say, obviously one of the big and notable parts about this one outside of uh, Loki getting humbled is that he tells Mobius that um, he doesn't enjoy hurting people. Yeah. Yeah. And that the only reason why he does it is it's an illusion conjured by the weak to inspire fear so he's really admitting that he's weak but so he has to kill people so they're afraid of him so they Mm -hmm. excuse me um so they kind of give him some form of respect oh i'm so sorry yeah um but yeah uh i i just i think that that's super (laughs) interesting um i also i think it's super interesting i guess not interesting but um it shows that he does have some some Solace and some sort of like sadness in his heart when he goes back into the interrogation room and he kind of rewatches all these sad and like meaningful moments of his life with you know his mom and father dying or father whatever mm-hmm. um stepdad <laughs> that's a cool stepdad um and his even his brother saying that he meant the world to him obviously mm-hmm. at this point you know he he knows that he messed up um and it's just you know that's devastating like i don't know how i would take that That'd be yeah. that'd be awful. So no, that'd
0: be extremely rough. Um, I have a couple questions for you.
1: Oh boy, do you?
0: Yes, I do. Well, we see all the um, infinity stones and in Casey's desk. Um, so I kind of, yeah, so here's my question. When they reset the timeline, does it recreate another infinity stone uh, for that specific timeline? Or does it create branches like what we saw in Endgame uh, with the Ancient One and Bruce? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like she's showing him that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kang is just hiding it.
1: That's super interesting. Um, I would say because, I mean, the TVA is obviously one of the most powerful things in all of existence right now. Um, that... Yeah. I would say that it just – wherever the area that they're pruning, I would say that they – it gets pruned and everything just kind of gets reset back before the the branch starts. So okay. I would say that it, it deletes and or comes back to the TVA and then uh, a new one is replaced is mm. what I would go
0: that, That's what I was kind of thinking. But it was just like – you just have all the infinity stones that – you know? Yeah. Whatever, just all creating branches. That was like what was like – helping start the, uh, multiversal war, you know, which I mean, Mm -hmm. is
1: being hinted in season two. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I, um, yeah. So what, uh, really made me think about this was when I was watching, when I was watching, uh, Loki go over, uh, um, his life, uh, in that, that, that tape, um, uh, made me wonder. I was like, "Do you think Loki in this show is more mature than the Loki that we uh, get in the regular MCU?" If that makes sense.
1: I think absolutely. Um, I think so as well. I think I think the beginning of this episode it's paralleled with the the Loki in the movies. Yeah. Uh, th- I guess we can call it through the Infinity Saga. Um, but I think even by the end of this episode, uh, and then moving forward throughout this series, I think, uh, yeah, he's most definitely, he's been humbled. He realizes right from wrong to an extent. And I think that he, uh, yeah, I think absolutely he's become a lot more mature.
0: I think, um, I agree with you. I think that after watching his life go by, I think he literally, um, just jumped right to the Loki at the end of Infinity War. Because that was like a pretty mature, wise Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, Like kind of went to that level. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they did that too because uh, it will probably help Tom Hiddleston kind of – because he already – he's like probably better with that newer character than going back to 2012. Absolutely. Uh, young. Uh, arrogant. Of, uh, arrogant yeah. Loki, you know, so – absolutely that's pretty much all i got
1: um yeah man i mean that's i'll keep it a thou wow with y'all that's all i got too um incredible first episode uh the runtime was about 53 minutes um Mm -hmm. this entire show is actually uh there's only one episode that's in the 40s if i'm not mistaken or maybe two but they're all within like the 50 right yeah um barely one filler episode i don't know i'm really excited to keep going with this um yeah and i hope you guys are too. willing to tag along um you got anything else you want to say to the people before we decide to deuce it out
0: um i don't
1: today. okay geez wow okay they got.
0: they got i feel like everybody's just locked in today yeah they don't they don't need uh, Gonzo's guidance. I like that. Today. Well, I believe I believe in you.
1: I like that. I like that a mm. lot. Um yeah, I mean like, comment, subscribe, how about you? let us know what you guys are feeling about this breakdown as Gonzo said. Uh, yeah. and let us know how you guys felt about season 1 of Loki. Um are you guys starting to watch it again, you know, trying to get that scratch that itch for season 2? Let us know. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that we missed that you, you caught on to that we didn't, please let us know down in the comments. We will probably end up snagging that and talking about it in the next, next episode. So yeah, guys, I mean, thank you guys so much for tagging along. Um, this Um. has been the watchers. Peace. And bug grease.